Hello, beautiful people. So today we are with Rodrigo, my BJJ, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu teacher. It's a pleasure to have you here, Rodrigo. So I will thank you very much. Thank you so much, Professor, to having the time to me. I will do a little presentation about Rodrigo for the ones that still don't know, and after we will do a couple of questions. So Rodrigo is a certificated yoga teacher and a martial artist holding a black belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Rodrigo had a previous career in control engineer, but was not a fulfilling career. With exposure to yoga and other systems, leading to explore new ways of thinking and new possibilities in life. After taking a sabbatical year in 2015, Rodrigo realized all the dots are connecting. And today, he used the perfect combination of jiu-jitsu and yoga as tool to express his ideas and help others to grow. How are you today, Professor, again? Yeah, I'm doing good. Thank you. Uh, the first time I'm doing this kind of uh, meeting like this, so I get kind of, I, I have to get in the mood still, but um, my, my coffee is helping to get like, you know, the, yeah. the thinking now, Professor. It's it's a conversation like we have in the dojo. Yeah. It's a really pleasure because I already talk with you weekly, daily. Uh, I know yeah. that you have a lot, a lot to teach, and I like a lot your way uh, to thinking. For the ones that still don't know you, can you tell us a little bit about your background, your childhood, yeah. please? Yeah. So. Um... If, as you can notice by my accent, I'm Brazilian, right? So I was born, <laughs> I was born in the north of Brazil. Like uh, my town is called Belém, and there is a curious uh, thing about Belém because the the Gracie family, when they migrated to Brazil back in the days, uh, uh, they they were settled in Belém, my hometown. Like Helio Gracie, for example, was born there. Carlos and Helio Gracie, they are from there, right? And those. Uh, legends you know like this maeda uh you know like the matsu maeda the 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 guy who brought like this uh, one of the japanese guys who brought jiu-jitsu to brazil they settled in my town as well so when i was a kid uh i i was very active you know very uh i wanted to move a lot so my 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 parents they brought me to judo uh, because, yeah, because Jiu-Jitsu wasn't that big. Need, uh, like in Rio de Janeiro, back then in the 90s, it was big and stuff, but not in the north, not where I came from, you know. Um, yeah, but then in the Judo, I got the, those, uh, those stories about Maeda and the Gracies. Um, and we train a, a little bit of ground also a lot. I remember like this first, like this collar choke I learned, like, I don't know, um, I, I was already nine by the time, but I started at five. I still like... Everybody was just so big, you know, uh, even though like I was training with the kids, but sometimes also with the um, teenagers, you know, and I just have this uh, this feeling that all those teenagers, like 13 years old, it was so huge for me, you know. But then we, I, I developed this kind of, uh, I just, it is just so natural to, to me to be at the mat, you know, it's just um, like my, my second, my home, actually my first home, my second home is here, kind of. Uh, and then, um, yeah, I grew up with on this already in this culture, like learning, uh, listening a lot about the Gracies and Jiu-Jitsu. But I, I couldn't do Jiu-Jitsu back then because there was no black belts there, you know, like no one. And then um, when I moved out to another city, I was like around like 
14. Then I had a break. Yeah, that was like a very difficult moment. You know, like every life, everyone has difficult moments, right? So it was around 98 stuff. Um, then I stopped with everything with Jigsaw. And then I actually dedicated more into playing because uh, music is like one of my as big passion as Jiu-Jitsu for me, you know, since kid I play. And, and then I was playing bands and I was performing some, some music back then. But then I, I moved uh, to another city where I had also my band. So I let a bit Jiu-Jitsu aside, like between 13 and, and 16, I was just playing around. Um, then uh, I, I met a friend and he said like, yeah, do you want to try this Jiu-Jitsu thing? You know, I was like, what? There's a black belt in town, something like this, you know? Uh, at the end, we just found out the guy wasn't a black belt, he was a blue belt. But anyway, it's another story. But then I, I went there, very curious to try out. I still remember the guy, like, uh, I, I, I couldn't really, uh, I wasn't, of course, I was like still like a, a young guy, so I didn't have so much knowledge, but I already saw, I already spotted something wrong with that guy, you know. His hip was a bit like this misplaced, he was teaching side control. But like, I still remember there was something on his hips that I saw like, there's something strange here, you know? This is not like the real deal, but let's, let's do it, you know? You always have to keep your mind open. Huh? And I remember my first, uh, my first uh, experience with Jiu-Jitsu was sparring. I mean, there was no like class that I came, I got introduced, I, I gave my ID, I, I changed the suit and then I got introduced and no, 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 it was not, it's not like today, not so professional as today. Back then it was like just a mess, you know? And my first experience already is sparring. And then I started sparring with a friend. And then I got him like in this, what we call today, like in this Eddie Bravo system, like the spider web, you know? I just got his arm like this in the leg. And I was like, wow, you know, trying to pull his arm out. And then eventually I got the arm. I couldn't finish, I don't know, I didn't need that, but I extend the arm. And I felt so good. <laughs> so like, wow, I want to do this. And then everybody also was like, yeah, Rodrigo, you should uh, stick with us and, and train with us. Yeah, then uh, this black belt guy, yeah, that was a long, a long history, but then he left because we spotted somebody, told that somebody that he came from other towers, blue belt, and then he just left, abandoned us. Uh, we didn't have a coach. We were just three teenagers, one in Chichiksa and no one. And then a huge, like I still remember, uh, I met him in the Europeans uh, two years ago. He's still like his today black belt. But back then he was like uh, a blue belt, a huge dude. And he was also like, he wasn't that like teaching and that patient. He was just like smashing us. There was no like, uh, here, this is an armbar from the guard. Here, move your hips. No, it was, I, am I just, uh, two years of physique, so I just got like smashed, you know? I believe I got to learn Jiu-Jitsu actually like started for real in 2003 because uh, between like this age, like 2000 and 2003, 2000 and yeah, January, like December 2002, right? It was just uh, me being um, smashed. Like no, <laughs> no, f but I, I, I kept coming because it's for like, Someday I will be so good. I will develop. I will learn this thing, and eventually, I gonna beat this guy. Not he was he was our coach, you know. But at the same time, I was like a bit angry with him because he was just using us to um, to keep fit, you know, like keep on training. So 
Yeah, and I had this feeling that I, someday I'm gonna be so good that uh, I will I will I beat him, you know. And then uh, my first tournament, uh, I was with two months of jujitsu. I still remember. I just two months of jujitsu. The other guys uh, they had more time, and they're like, ah, there is a tournament in a nearby city. Nearby is like 350 kilometers <laughs> for Brazil. It's nearby. And we packed in the car, I still remember, you know, we, we drove to, this, uh, to the tournament and I had so much pain in my, in my arms, my joints were so, uh, like, hurting a lot, sore. And uh, like this, I was also the, the, no, I wasn't the youngest, but I was like, I was the smallest. Yeah, I wasn't the youngest, but I was the smallest. And everybody was like, I know I've been just scratched by everyone. And then they said, like, if you last like 30 seconds of the first fight, if you just, you know, like they were a bit like, you know, my friends, I love them, you know, like, but they are like mean, you know, yeah. then we know we celebrate because they all thought that I would be completely crushed, you know. Uh, things didn't turn out like this. I actually woke up like a beast in the tournament. I don't know how, like just narrow focus my mind, like survival mode. And I, I, I remember that was my first experience in life that I haven't thought about anything for two minutes or so. That's, that's how long it took or even less. I don't remember. I just narrow focus. I took the, the guy down. I passed his guard and then he got me in a guillotine. I was like on, on top, but he was like down bottom in the guillotine. And I was like, oh my God, I can't breathe. It was a very interesting experience, you know, but then, um, I don't know how I just uh, got out and took his arm and finished and, the, and then people were like, wow, yeah. And um, it was good because uh, it wasn't good because people were like suddenly uh, thinking that I was cool, but it was good because uh, my mind was so empty mm. and I, I, I thought like, I want to have the experience again. Eventually I kept on the tournament. I finished my second fight and then the final, uh, I got a, a two years, the guy was already two year uh, white belt. And he took my bag. I was so sad. I lost by four points. <laughs> but then, um, but the, 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 what I'm telling this history is just to tell that um, it was the first moment in my life where my mind was completely like empty for, for just a few minutes. But I felt that experience. And since then, uh, what kept me uh, coming to Jiu-Jitsu, uh, uh, besides the, the anger of wanting to beat the guy, was also like, how can I repeat that experience? How can I just be completely empty of everything, you know? And so far, um, I've been in my life doing many things like meditation. I've been meditating for, for periods of long periods of time uh, with yoga. Um, I also tried some Tai Chi back in the days, like many years ago. But the only like honest experience that I have like in this so-called flow state uh, is through jujitsu. Um, there is nothing else that's come not even close to it. Yeah. Then uh, I came to, uh, and then I came to, I went to university back then. I studied engineering, right? As so, as it told me. Uh, it was like I had to do something with my life. You know, it was just more. You can't just play guitar every day and fight jujitsu. You have to do something in your life. You know, that's what my parents told me, that the society around me, everybody putting that pressure in the young mind. 
like putting like doctrinate you know go into a, and then i said all right all right i don't want to um study everything you guys suggest to me i'm going to study something completely different and i went to engineering it was a very hard um, um very hard study and i i kind of you know i didn't enjoy much i was happier uh, on the mat or i was happier when i was playing uh, yeah and then i came to germany because i thought um Maybe it's Brazil, you know, maybe it's the, the, the environment there, people are too crazy if I am uh, like studying in, in, in Germany and Europeans have more open mind, things will be better there. But it was me just uh, trying to avoid the inevitable, which was, uh, I wasn't happy with that. Yeah. I think it's a perfect description. And I think it comes with a question. Uh, with uh, with your knowledge of knowing that you 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 didn't want to to follow your career as an engineer, and I think that it happens to a lot of people. Uh, which advice you will give uh, to me or to other person that is too afraid of taking a risk because society? Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Society. Um, life is very short, and you have one shot you have one shot right so um after a car accident i had uh, back in the days also i realized that pretty much i was during the university actually i had a, a car accident and i kind of almost saw like my life uh, like in one second you know so i got to to understand that that things are very very short here and uh, you, it's not good just to waste time by pleasing other people even though it's your parents you know even though it's like yeah your your best friends your parents your your family your your society like if you live to please others you know and as look look i am earning a lot of money look look i have a decent job look i became a very uh, a very uh, a good citizen you know i, I became like um, you have to do these things for your own not for other people you know um and most of us, unfortunately, sometimes we live in the self-sabotage mode. We really believe we are doing this for us, but actually we are not. We are doing this because the pain of social isolation, the pain of being excluded is so big that we end up complying and doing what society, what uh, other family or the social groups uh, require for us. So my advice is, um, it's like, I don't know if I can like talk like this, it sounds pretty aggressive, but don't give a shit, you know, you, you have to really be honest to yourself and say like, what, what is really like, what makes me, makes me, uh, I don't, I don't like the word happy. It's a very tricky word, but what makes me like uh, feeling as a whole, you know, may make me feel like, uh, make me feel um, enjoying my life. And as you find this, the second question you have to make is, how can I monetize that? Because it's not only finding your, wow, I love, I love surfing, <laughs> but you know, how can you earn money surfing, you know? Uh, but, uh, and I, I love, um, you know, doing music or I love uh, writing you know, or drawing. It's very nice. You found something you like. But the second question is, 
how can you monetize that? And this is um, something you have to spend a lot of time thinking through and develop a plan. You cannot just go impulse, impulsive because uh, you're going to burn out, you know. So you need, especially if you are very, um, I don't know if I can like, like highly creative, like, you know, uh, personality. You have to stick on, on earth and develop a plan and say, okay, my passion is to make coffee, you know. So I will do like this and through this, I'm going to find, but you find your, your freedom also financially in this world. If you, um, if you feel like you wake up every morning and, and you know, okay, I'm gonna do this and I love doing this and I could do this without money, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, a friend of mine who's a, a millionaire, he's a very rich guy and very famous also. Uh, he told me like, if I transfer now one million to your account, would you stop teaching? I said, no, I would teach in a better place, in a bigger place, in a more fancy place. But I will keep teaching, man, you know, like, uh, I, can, I can hire two more black belts to help when I'm sick, when I, you know, but I will keep teaching, so that's important. I think it's, it's not one great advice, but three great advice. And uh, with this come the question, uh, so do you think that you already find your purpose in life with Jiu-Jitsu? Yeah, this is a this is a very good question also about purpose, right? Because those those um, those were words or roads they can lead or mislead us, right? Um, you can find your purpose in life even in, if you are cooking, for example, uh, or if you are preparing your breakfast. Uh, if you are biking, for example, on my biking to to my to my training, I'm finding purpose in everything I do you know and and that's important uh, thing to consider because uh, for me for example it was difficult to find meaning uh, working uh, or being surrounded by uh, people with a homogeneous uh, mindset like engineering for example you know where everybody thinks kind of the same way uh, it was difficult for me to say like where is uh, like I have why can't we like think a bit out of the box or going on other perspectives because most people they are more like thinking the same way so but it's mine uh, thing you know it could be uh, for example for somebody that this kind of approach like with a group of engineers and uh, this is a purpose you know so um this is like you feel you fulfill your 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 you know like that drive through um, equations and, and dealing with other problems, you know, which is a very beautiful thing too. So for me, Jiu-Jitsu is like that, uh, my social contact where I find, as you see, like the place we are, like how many nationalities we have sometimes in the, in the day. <laughs> you know, so many people from so many places that you say like, what did they? And, and so many different histories, they connect and, and we all are connected through one thing that that's the Jiu-Jitsu we all love. We can be so different in many aspects in life. We can disagree with everything, but that is like something that we, and I like this kind of heterogeneity, you know, like this kind of multi- um, Environment. Angle, angle, yeah, yeah, of, of different perspectives, because it, I feel like I, it's enriching me as a person, and it's also helping the others of uh, are getting uh, better or better angles of you know 
perspectives, right? <laughs> so um, that's my purpose. That's I, I, I get fulfilled with that. I get fulfilled like seeing, uh, being, uh, I cannot say confronted, but being like uh, people like uh, uh, meeting different perspectives, you know, mm -hmm. and building my own uh, complexity as a human being. Uh, and Eugenics is a very good tool for that because yeah, it brings different people. So that's for me like uh, what, what I can call purpose. But on the other hand, uh, many people, they, they like jujitsu, for example, they, uh, they, they, they train, right? They go to the gym and stuff and they might believe like, oh, that's my purpose. I'm going to be a coach or I'm going to be an athlete, you know, but it, this might mislead them because maybe their purpose is like, you know, they feel like they enter that stage uh, that I told you when they are like um, cooking, they can be very good cooking. They, they enter that stage when they flow. are, you know, that flow stage, which is a very important thing. It's the complexity of your whole wholeness of your being through the activities that you perform. You understand that that's so important. It can be achieved by different uh, ways. You know, you don't need to be a BGJ coach or, or or traveler or whatever, like this gen my generation, especially our generation, these millennials, they have this like, ah, I'm gonna travel the world, the different cultures. 10%, 5% of them might be really fulfilled with that. I'm not criticizing it, exactly. you know? But there are a lot of people who follow this and think like, that's what I need, hmm. you know? And this is what I call about mis misguiding uh, this purpose, you know? Exactly. That is one thing also called like, uh, for example, achievement and success you know and when you call like your purpose you know you are you're calling like did you achieve something or you feel a successful being that's also not important thing and people they miss misguide like they 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 go into this extrinsic motivation like what it's society wants from me where i you know i i I don't know, I get, get millions, I get a new car, or look, look, my medal, you know, like they think like that's the achievement, you know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but this can lead, mislead you to more down, downwards, you know, spirals. So, yeah. I think it's, it's a great time. Now it comes another question exactly with your last sentence. How do you define success? Because I think it comes, it's just the right time. Yeah, success is something that you feel you know, and they can't be measured by anybody else. Success is something that you, you achieve by your own standards. Are you, you are successful, for example, when you wake up today and you look and you say like, all right, let's say success in Jiu-Jitsu, right? All right, if I could train or if I could spar with me two years or a year ago, I would just destroy myself. I would just smash myself. So you become successful or when you listen, when you listen or you read something for me, this is like my personal measure. So everyone has a personal measure. When I read something that I say, wow, I understand that. Or, or I know like the meaning behind this is like five years ago, I would just pass through it without seeing the, the importance of it. So the success is something that you are measuring um, with yourself, you know, you are seeing how you improved in uh, through the years. The years are passing, uh, and the things are, are much better. As I told, like my 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 wife yesterday, when I was like, 
23 or so, you know, I was so poor. I was living like over 450 euro a month, lonely, you know, like uh, paying 250, like, and um, time had passed. I improved my situation, you know, so quite big and like very much. So those things I can, I can, um, I can measure excesses, you know, like when you compare yourself to what the other achieved, like, ah, that guy has a blue belt now and I am still white belt. Oh, that's mean, you know. You're comparing yourself to other person and comparing always leads to a kind of uh, weird, um, weird mindset where you think you should deserve that and that, you know, then you like, you are fighting for like limited resources and, and normally you shouldn't be doing this. It's like, this is the kind of zero sum game, you, you know. Mm -hmm. One will win, the other will lose everything, you know, and mm -hmm. and uh, success is not a zero-sum game, you know, it's more like, more like a kind of positive sum game where every can, everybody can profit, you understand? Okay. If you are, if you are uh, having, being a successful uh, person, for example, you know, you're going, you have your, your classes, you know, people profiting from your class. You don't need to, to go to other gym and say, I'm better coach than you, you know, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. this is not success. You know, mm -hmm. I have 301 students, you have 299, I'm better than you. This is like this kind of status, you know, you're going to mm -hmm. be fighting for status. And this is a very primitive and old fight in the human brain. Like, you go, no, the primitive brain, they're fighting for status, even the, the chimpanzees and so on, they fight for status. And this is kind of um, something to be always like taking, uh, you have to be always aware of those patterns in mind. Because they misguide you through the life, you know, you end up being wanting to just to to win, to become, to be visible because you think like that's the only way, way I can be happy, you know, that's the only way I can survive in this world. But um, this is not success. This is kind of uh, uh, temporary achievements, you know. And when you achieve, there are somebody will be jealous and say, or I want to achieve that. I want to take your place. And this is like, you're going to be struggling your whole life. Being successful is like, as I told you, where, I, where I've been yesterday, like when I play, for example, you know, I say, wow, I could play that for six months ago, man. Now I can play this thing. This is success, you know. I'm not a, I'm not a, a slash or I'm not a, you know, like a, those guitarists like that, you know. Uh, Malmstein or you know not those guys you know, they, I cannot do that <laughs> I cannot compare myself with them but you know I can do better than I did before this is success yeah well I think it's amazing it's like you said it if you have to compare to somebody it's to yourself and what you did yesterday because comparisons to others it's not will not make you grow as a person my question is how do you think that we can change that as a society yeah as, a, as when you expand from the individual to the whole you know um well first of all we have like uh and societies like we have integrated like we have two kinds of experience you have the differentiated and the integrated experience right like differentiation is like you have a group of individuals you take one of them and you specialize this individual, you make him uh, more complex, right? Mm. And then you might try to put, reintegrate that, that person or that, that entity back into the system. So the system will profit also with them, but 
they will get unstable because that uh, differentiated part is way ahead of the system. So what I believe as a society, I believe that, I believe that it's more like, it's more like an individual quest and always like it's, it's more how you uh, improve yourself. You have to be uh, setting like, um, like what I can we call like complexity standards. Like you can, as I told you, like, okay, to, to, tomorrow, I know a bit better. I'm a much better person. I know how to communicate better. I know how to, uh, to deal with things in life better. I know how to deal with my emotions better. And I know how to communicate, which is one of the, for me personally, one of the most important things when you talk about uh, groups uh, is the communication. People, especially like with so much usage of social media and stuff, people, they are not communicating. Like, um, and, they, and when, when I talk about communicating, it's not just listening to words, but like people, they tell you stuff, but actually you have always to look at the person and say, what, does, what is the meaning behind the message, you know? The message is, the message is sometimes people like, hey, like happened here uh, at the front. Hey, uh, are you parking here longer? Because on Tuesday, we're going to be moving out and the car is in the middle, right? And then you say, you can say like, what an idiot, right? Mm -hmm. But instead you could just listen and try to decode the message. It, it requires a lot of brain work, but it is possible, right? They call the message and say like, uh, he meant, uh, excuse me, um, I'm kind of afraid uh, that I don't have space on Tuesday to move out. Would you help me to find a solution, you know? So let's work together to find a solution for this problem. And what I see in the politics, for example, which is uh, the worst case scenario for me, like personally, I'm a very much, um, like I don't like politics or nothing, but mm -hmm. what I what I what I see in the politics is that just they just uh, amplify this theater. You know, they 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 talk their own ideas and they all talk their own ideas, and they they kind of scream at each other. And then people go on the streets. They they don't listen to other people. They the society is getting more um, differentiated in, in in small groups. You know, so those groups are becoming complex within themselves but they are differentiated they are and what happens in the system when it gets so what is what i said at the beginning when it gets so differentiated like that part is so complex that part so complex that they can't uh, join each other anymore mm -hmm. that's in the system theory there's something that calls disintegration the system gets disintegrated how do you fix this through communication when the parts communicate they can find uh, common grounds and one has to give out a bit of the differentiated part, you know, so they can find a, a common ground and be integrate, reintegrated and become much stronger. So as a society, man, exercise communication at the highest level. Yeah, nothing, there's nothing else. Yeah. I think it's a great advice and it's like, yeah, it's, 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 we have a little word in our dojo because it's like that. It's, you have different people from different backgrounds and it's that true communication that you create the, 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 the perfect system. I think it's exactly, it's a great Everybody's idea. Everybody's different, man. Everybody's different, man. You, you cannot expect 
people to to do what you want because you believe this is the right thing you know or people to know how you feel that's what people uh, especially about feelings is so difficult like to take that deep breath and say i feel that how can i communicate my feeling without being misinterpreted i feel anger i feel uh, afraid i feel you know how can i communicate that so the person at the end will even cooperate maybe not cooperate but at least understand you know and not get angry at me uh, or maybe i'm angry at that person because that person said this how can i express this in a way that the person will at least be less angry and understand what i mean and of course this is a exercise we do mistakes i do mistakes also in this sometimes i let it out and suddenly i i missed the opportunity you know but then that's the thing you have to learn from those uh, communication mistakes you have and improve it improve it to a point that you know you can talk to people from different backgrounds different ideologies like i don't call ideologies different uh mindsets different um religious backgrounds and uh, political views and stuff but you can find common grounds if you don't find common grounds you don't have a society you have a differentiated system and i'm afraid that's what happened today like as i told you a lot, a lot of groups are just like too differentiated too complex in, within themselves that they are disintegrating the whole you know. society yeah i think you yeah. are you are you are completely right yeah, and it's something yeah but i think it's true communication and empathy with the other like you are saying if we talk i have to listen to you it's not just being there saying it's really listen hearing the person i think it's, it's a great great advice now i want to know how do you describe uh, your mindset what do you mean uh, like mindset mindset how do you describe which, if you which? have a problem how, how do you act if you have a problem if you are in a i want to see well, so, there are two things there are two things you can do like and jujitsu is very good for this right because jujitsu is constantly uh bringing you to us that uh, that problem scenario you find problems all the time when you when you do jujitsu right and it's a funny funny is a funny thing it's a funny tool to learn how to develop this kind of skills because yeah evolves the whole body the whole mind but yeah i do with jujitsu approach if i have a problem well, there are two things if i can't solve the problem right if i can't solve the problem i will do my best to make the problem not get worse <laughs> right so if somebody passes your guard right and you can't escape stay there and you know breathe and then try to find your way out you know but don't make it worse don't make the guy mount you don't make the guy take your back or so right so um if you have a problem and you can't solve it from by now try to make it not get worse try to uh, to stick with that level of problem wait for the right opportunity and find a solution get out right if you can solve it you better have a good plan right uh you you have a good plan of like identifying the patterns i've been through that once experience for example right if you don't have much experience if you're young then better try different things you know try different kinds of solutions even if you fail at the beginning you're gonna be failing a lot but the, through the failures uh your your system your mind your body will be more complex to see that pattern 
identify the pattern, see the signs coming, you know, mm. and then be able to prepare. Sometimes, sometimes problems also are time bind, you know, like uh, this will happen. I don't know when, you know, but then you see the signs, you know, you you get the 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 map of the road, you know, turn right, turn left. You don't know how long it take, but you know that. Oh, maybe when I saw saw that fence, the guy told me that I'm close. So you you get these ideas, you know. Okay, the problem is coming. You know, I don't know when it's coming, but it's coming to my direction. I feel that uh, somehow, like let's say in jujitsu, I feel that somehow, I don't know, but the guy is like moving too much to that. That's some suspicious. Is you know that there's something coming, mm-hmm. so prepare. You know, uh, prepare to to. To let, as I said, prepare to avoid if possible, or if you can't avoid, prepare so it doesn't make it worse. That's that's the first uh, that's the first thing. Now, if you don't have any plan of action, you know when the problem comes. If you are not prepared, then you're gonna suffer a lot. But it's not bad neither because you're gonna learn a lot as well, you know. So you gotta learn how to prepare next time, how to develop plan of action how to prevent, and when it comes, if it comes, you can't stop, how to um, make it so that it won't get worse, and then the first opportunity, you're gonna solve that, and you know, problems in other kinds, money, relations, everything, you know. I see the systematic, like, always the same to solve them. So I, I like a lot, like, the, the mindset, and it, you answer already my second question, that is, how you you related and how do you think that uh, jiu-jitsu help you to improve your mindset because it's yeah. it's your mindset <laughs> it's, it is <laughs> and now i want to ask you a little bit i'm i i, I love music also how do you think that we can use music as a mood changer or a kind of therapy do you think that yeah man yeah, I, I think I think that it, in, in uh, like, it's, it's I cannot say it is universal, but it's like it's for like for almost all people, uh, music has um, an important function uh, to regulate, and especially emotions, right? If you look like, for example, you know, you you see a concert, so many people watching, and the band like connected through the music, singing, you know. So it creates such a positive um, environment. And I believe music plays such an important part in our lives. Uh, of course, uh, people have different tastes for music, which is absolutely fine. Can you imagine if somebody just listened to the same thing, you know? Um, and other people, they, they respond much easier to, to music stimulation than others. You know, some, many people, they just listen and they, they, they don't get the, the message behind it. You know, like they don't see like how the, the, the you know, the music is, is like the, the, the song or, you know, it's evolving and you, the elements and you see how the, the time and, and, you know, everything like coming together in a, with a good song, you know. Mm. So I believe uh, I'll be able also to feel the music, but also not only feeling, but also like interpreting the music, like seeing the, the patterns inside the music and how they repeat and how they change. Uh, it's a very good uh, therapy for your both, both of your brain regions, you know, like 
you have like this left analytic that's like breaking down the music and seeing, oh, the bass line is changing. Wow, it's evolving. Wow, the guitar now stopped and then another instrument is coming in. And then, the, you know, you see how they are interconnected. It helps you like uh, to be more uh, aware of pattern recognition of pattern sounds, which is very good for your brain, but also the part of your feelings. How do you feel with that change? Mm -hmm. You know, how, and, um, this, I told you, like, if you have, like, small kids and so, just make them listen to a lot of music, listen to music with them. Uh, if possible, play with them something, you know, even if you're just drumming on the, on the table and stuff. Because this will create first uh, a strong bond between you and, and, and you know, and, um, uh, for example, my, my, my daddy, right? Um, I have, uh, I had a strong bond when he was alive, like, with music, we... First memories, like with with him listening to music and say, "Look, look at this, look at this uh, bass line." You know, it's like, what, "What is a bass line?" You know, and and um, yeah. Then he was playing too, right? He was playing uh, his uh, instrument, his keyboard, and I was like always on, like listening, very curious, like playing around also. And this develops everything curiosity you become emotionally more stable also because you understand your emotions how to recognize them you become better at at, at understanding at, at other people as well you become better at seeing patterns and identifying patterns even when problems let's say the music is so calm and then suddenly brrr, so you you get prepared for so many things so music is a very important therapy yeah yeah and also you talk about meditation. I want to do, what is a normal session of meditation? Which kind of meditation do you do? Can you yeah, tell me a uh, little bit, please? Like the, the, the classical uh, meditation schools, right? You have, uh, for example, um, what can I say about meditation? It's like you are lowering down your, your let's just call like you're lowering down your, your brain waves. Right, you are not, you are not much in a state of arousal all the time, but you are like calmer, right? Inside, like uh, inside the, those brain waves, you uh, the beta brain waves, and so on. So you are getting them lower, so your brain gets into a more like a more maintenance mode. You know, you get more, more. You feel like more connected with your whole body, right? There are many ways of achieving this experience. The most, like, let's say, people argue, but uh, let's say one of the most uh, efficient experiences just like laying down or sitting down somewhere and paying attention to your breath. <laughs> That's what people are telling this for, for many, like thousands of years, right? And this is a very powerful way. Um, to calm the waves down the waves because when you when you have those uh, very calm brain waves when you feel like that calmness in inside your mind like you know there's this i always like this analogy of water you know like but when the water is very calm you know then you can realize some things that were like very underneath that that whole noise <laughs> like a lot of noise and then you don't you don't see you know but when they're water gets very calm and then you look what you know there's a glass of bottle under the river there is like a garbage down there what i better have to take that garbage out right so 
you see this when the water is calm, when the water is like, you don't see, you look, <laughs> you, you just see like, you know, but when, it's, when you get to calm them down, you look and then say, now, I, I, now if you have the courage to go under the water to get those, the garbage, you know, out of the water, this is another subject. It's not meditation that is doing this. It's like your, your honesty, you know, your, and you need to be very also, what's the word again? Uh, courage. You need courage, you know, to mm -hmm. enter in the water. Sometimes the water is very cold, you know, and then go underneath and pick up those, that garbage that's laying down there that you see. But yeah, meditation is, is providing you this. Um, but how to use it? There are many methods. I tried many. Uh, you can uh, just uh, have the, the, if you have, a, for example, a, a Zazen, you know, like a school that teaches Zazen meditation. Zazen meditation is a very good meditation, very good method. It's actually very straightforward. There's nothing much fancy about Zazen. You just have to find a, a pillow where you sit, have your posture there, Stay there for a while, thinking about um, feeling your breath. Sometimes teacher comes, uh, slaps you here, just so relax, you know, because you shouldn't stay like that. And then you drink some tea afterwards and you go home. You know, that's, um, that's for me, it's a very good method because it doesn't fantasize. You know, what's the problem? People nowadays, they have their own inner experience of what meditation is. Ah, I see. I saw some lights. I saw some mandala. I saw ohms. I I saw many things with meditation too. You know, <laughs> it's like I could tell about the whole the the, the weird stuff that I saw, but it doesn't it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter anything. You know, it's very useless. If I ah uh, like I'm a yoga teacher, you know, and I make jokes about that, I know what those words, for example, chakra, really means. You know, but. What people like, ah, then you activate your chakra and stuff. You know, it doesn't matter, man. This is useless experience, you know. So that's why I like Zazen, because there's not much to, to discuss. You just sit, do your exercise, pay attention to your breath, and afterwards you go home, you know. So Zazen school is a very good one, I believe, yeah. And you were saying about grabbing the, 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 the mind garbage, uh, I think that oh, like I think everybody has garbage everywhere in the mind. Also, yeah. how do you can? How, if you have to give me advice, how to start working on cleaning the garbage of my mind, it will be. Yeah, first of all, man, um, be aware of the fears that will come because uh, the fear is the the is the first emotion that will uh, that will arise. The guilty also, uh, the guilty is the second biggest, uh, what can I say, hinder, hindrance, you know, the second, uh, like you have the fear, like, ah, should I, should I really enter that water? Man? Mm -hmm. I saw that for five seconds, like the water was like this, and then I managed somehow, like a beginner, right? I finally saw three seconds, and then I saw there was like a can, you know, a trash can. Uh, a can of uh, whatever, being can, like I was dirty there, but then the water came back. Should I enter and uh, try to take out that, that 
that garbage, and I'm afraid the water is too cold, it's like sea, and there's too much wind coming, I don't know if there are uh, sharks or whatever. <laughs> so I better stay outside the water. That's uh, the first um, the first feeling uh, that stops a lot of people, you know, for getting and making this inner work, you know, this inner cleaning work, right? Mm -hmm. The second thing that I, that I say also that stops you is the guilty. Uh, it is like really inside there, oh, you know, so then the guilty and the shame is the third because then people, instead, they, instead of, uh, they want to feel guilty because that garbage is in their mind, let's say, for example, in their property, you know, like in the river. Let's imagine the river that flows into your property there and, and you feel like, did I throw that, uh, that, uh, piece of trash under the water i'm so guilty of having this you know hmm. what if i go down when i come back then people are watching me taking that garbage and people say ah you put that garbage that you are a bad person you know so guilt is is um is the second um yeah and the shame also because you're gonna have to fight all all this uh people will, will face you say i did this you know and then you have really like to say be also again be very brave and say yes you know that's part of learning process you know but then uh, I guess this is a this is a work for life you never done with that if people say ah I removed everything and I'm perfect be very skeptical um, nobody's like that perfect master that like you see in this in movies you know like that perfect that's Jiu-Jitsu Jiu-Jitsu proves you that. Jiu-Jitsu proves you that, you know, you're always under construction, you know, yes. like. And, and I like that mindset. It's, it's, it's a work in progress. It's like it's, it's a non-stop working. Like it's, it's in Jiu-Jitsu, it's in our heads, it's in life. It's like you were saying. And that point you will grow uh, as a person. That I think that is one of the points that we heard here. Uh, now I wanted sure. to ask you about uh, daily routines. How do you think it's important? Do you have some of them? Yeah, um, uh, routines are important, definitely. Yeah, uh, especially if you are like something like me, for example, right? That uh, that has a lot of. Um, ideas and then try to try this try that try that you can get lost pretty fast okay so as you get older routines will become more normal like uh, if you're like early 20 and you believe ah now i need a strict routine i don't know man i like it will you will they will settle as time best right but um what I can advise is like, you can try many routines as well, not follow anybody, you know, like I can give you a routine. Mm. Ah, I follow this routine for six months, so what, you know? Oh, I, and like, it would be very hypocritical too because I'm changing my routine very often. Like I, I, I say, wow, it's good to wake up now at eight. Mm. That was time that I was waking up at six. Now I wake up at nine and I'm using more than night time. And then suddenly I changed daytime, you know? So, um, what I can say is like, uh, 
I can tell about how my routine has been, how it has been changing as time passes, how it is today. Like I've been waking up very early, doing some yoga, uh, having like no like fasting and then eating uh, what time, I don't know, two, three in the afternoon and and it's really good for it. Yeah, but then I said, why I'm doing this? I can change now and try something different. Now I'm doing this, I'm waking up between eight and nine and then I feel like oh my neck needs attention today so I do one routine just for my neck I don't need to exercise my whole body why you know just my neck okay my neck is better feels better all right let me do my coffee my morning coffee I need that morning coffee I'm, I'm still like having uh, the second uh, cup now so I I want that money coffee and I drink that and then I say so what I what I feel like doing now oh all right I have to answer my emails for dojo that's what I'm doing today and then I finish answering my emails to dojo then uh, I have private so I have to go there clean the mats do my private so my routine is like based on pretty much how do I feel but the only thing I I, I, I tell like don't push things uh after, push don't push things like later uh because you feel don't feel like doing them now because this will give you problems you know if you have to answer those emails answer right early in the morning like uh do them like ah no you have to meditate no if you feel like your body your mind is telling no do that just go that answer that email afterwards you can meditate you know i like to play now i use the night time to to play um to train my guitar so after I come from training, you know, I sit, I, I practice one, one and a half hour. I was doing this early in the morning back then. So routine is something that I advise uh, to keep it like for, for a while and see and see how you're, how you're benefiting from it. And then after you, you see like, wow, I feel so good now. Yes. But what can I do now? How can I change it and see how it will, it will go? You know, I still fasting um eating after two o'clock sometimes like for three four weeks but then i say oh, wow this is sunday i want to have a nice breakfast so it is very flexible but in order to be, have a very flexible routine you also need to be very honest to yourself you cannot enter like this kind of self-sabotage and say no my routine is wake up at 12 every day you know it doesn't work like this you you really need to be flexible in your routine, but you need a, you know, you need to get to stuck to things and do things that you don't like, you know. Sometimes sitting on a computer and, and, and answering uh, the same emails every day. Oh, have you tried this? Have you did this? But, you know, you have to do it, do it, do it quickly. Finish that thing you don't like, you know, so you, you can dedicate to things you really like. And you feel you have a lot of time. I finish all the all the the unwanted work very early, so they're done. And then say like, what now? Now I can uh, play guitar. Now I can write things. Now I can uh, read something and then get it. You know. So basically, that's my advice for routine. Yeah. I think it's a perfect advice. Like it's 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 something that it's not rigid. You adapt it to what you are listening. Exactly. You prioritize by what you don't like to do for what you like to do. Yeah, yeah. Do, do, yeah do what you don't like first. Mm. Exactly. Because this, this thing of, 
Uh, that this is so like uh, maybe I should do later. That's what uh, destroys you everything because you keeps in your mind. You don't do this. You don't do what you like nicely because you're gonna always have this feeling of guilty. Oh, I should you know should just do it first, like solve everything first, and then you can uh, enjoy your day and go uh, out outside when the weather is good. You know. That's that's or if you have work or you no know, like this eight six work, then you have to then you have to be more rich than your routine as long as you're you know I I have my my courses I have my private then I know okay I have to go now to to dojo like tomorrow I have this private so I, I go before half an hour I clean the mat I have my private then what should I do ah the weather's good I have time you know so you you create time by doing everything like right early like. I can, if somebody sends a request for private, just put early in the morning, you know, not that I don't like, but just like finish with that first. So you have a lot of time, you know. Yeah. I think it's a perfect, a perfect, perfect advice. And I, I want it also because it seems that you listen a lot to your intuition. Yeah. In a society that is always telling you to do, how do you think that it's wish we can develop more that characteristic in our, in ourselves. Yeah, uh, always talk to yourself. Like communication is not only towards the outside, communication is also towards your, yourself. And it's very difficult, like, because there is, not, uh, there is one bigger self, like, but there are many, many selves, and each one wants something from you also, you know. So learn to communicate with them, you know, learn how to, to say what, well, what that little child wants, you know, like you are, I'm 35, but uh, I know that it's your little child inside, you know, and, I, and you have to be nice with that child. Man. If you punish the child, you say like, why, you know, I have to be nice with, with the child and say, oh, how are you today? You know, what? I like, I don't talk like this or always be very mm -hmm, crazy, mm -hmm. but it's just like an example, you know, what, mm -hmm. what, what you want today, you know, are you feeling good? Are you feeling safe? Are you feeling sad? Why? You know, so it, this is what uh, I believe is more like the intuition, you know, mm -hmm. intuition when you learn how to come to, to, to exercise like this kind of inner communication. And then you're going to see somebody will try to steal the, 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 the stage and be the main, like me, I am the most important. I need you to do this for me. I need you to go eat some chocolate for me because I demand, you know? And so like, who is in there? Why, you know? So um, it is very important to communicate with those um, small parts of yourself. And this is uh, like, I, like this creative, uh, also uh, one that comes in, yeah, now I can, do the song now i can uh, i have an idea of a technique i have this that you say all right and then the the you know the organizer will come and say all right but how can you do this you know like ah, i just gonna go explore mm, give me a plan otherwise you know i can't allow you to do that all right i don't have a plan you know so you see all right that creativity was like kind of fake creativity it's like doesn't bring you anywhere mm -hmm. so you have you have uh, those those kind of um, managing systems in your head, you know, in your mind that, um, yeah, that they have to be communicated with themselves. And that's what I believe, like, this is the voice of intuition that people talk, like, ah, hmm. oh, listen to intuition. 
but it's very, very easy to say, like, you are listening to intuition, but if nobody tells you how to listen to intuition, how, how do you know, you know? Hmm. Inner communication, yeah. It's, it's, but uh, let, let's, um, let's see which advice, if, because sometimes it's, it's like you said, it's confusing. It's, it's my intuition or I'm talking like I'm trying to do something to, to get the appreciation of somebody and, you know, it's, do you think that is true meditation that helps you to, 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 to listen to your intuition? Which advice? Yeah. Um, well, let me just change my legs. Sitting on the cross legs. <laughs> my tails. Yeah. Um, yeah. Meditation helps a lot. Definitely. That definitely helps because um, you learn how to differentiate the noise. As I told you, um, there is like, um, like, can talk more like specific about archetypes and stuff, but let me try to make it more easy, right? Like more like understandable. And there is this kind of um, noise of, you know, we have a, a room full of people and everyone is trying to push their own interest. They, there is one that is there telling you why you're doing this. You know, nobody will like you if you do like that. Should you listen to that? You know, you are the manager. Imagine like you are in a room, in the meeting room, the table, everybody's sitting, and everybody's arguing this and that and that. And you are there just watching, right? You just, you're going to make a decision. And you're the manager. You can't uh, see that that guy is like telling you something, but he's actually just uh, wanting to be, have m more money, you know, also. You're going to have to make a decision for the group. And, and and this this is what I this is what I call like the manager. You know, the manager is just there sitting and watching, um, observing all the those those thoughts, right? And he gonna make a decision. He might know, all right, man, the the pleaser is telling me to go and perform on stage and then, you know. But what the pleaser really wants, you know? Hmm. Ah, the the pleaser actually what he wants is to feel safe. All oh, right, so how can I convince him that the best way is not what what was really wants, but if we go more into that area, so and then you're gonna feel uh, that you don't have these conflicts anymore, you know? Because I feel a lot of people they have conflicts, they have their fears of being rejected. They have this what's the name minority, I uh, know. Uh, German, like in, in, a complex, like a very inferiority, inferiority feel because that they are missing this, um, just the small communications, you know, they feel like uh, guilty, also people feel so guilty sometimes. And when they feel guilty, they try, um, they try to make other people guilty, or they make try to make other people bad when they talk something, you know, when they're insecure about their own point of view, they say, like, yeah, it's because of you, you are the wrong one. I, I came here with good, you know. Uh, because they are like hijacked not by by a true manager but but some sub parts of themselves that just grew inside their their their, their mind the conscious mind you know and, and just took over like uh, yeah like uh, i don't i'm although it sounds very weird because when you associate with yoga you believe like oh this guy you know but i see more uh, through the eyes of um, 
today we call them psychology, modern psychology now. Uh, but it's like back in the days or whatever the people talk about the, the spirits and, and you know the but it's like uh, just the mind it's just everything starts and ends in the mind you know? <laughs> so if you if you get if you get into that um, understanding how to uh, to recognize those actors those agents in your mind and you are stay as the manager you are not interrupting or just listen and you're gonna make a decision you don't fall into this you i don't say never because sometimes when you are very tired mentally tired one of these characters will come and take the the, the stage and then tell you what to do are you a bad bad boy you have to feel bad you have to feel bad because you are bad and you're like i'm bad person you know so um so when you are tired sometimes you lose your focus you know which is something uh, something that I also tell, like, it's more about being focused. When you are, like, focused, you know, then uh, it's much easier not to allow those um, noisy uh, agents to steal your, your, yeah. The manager position, the other selves. That's, yeah, because every, every of the, all those uh, small uh, you, <laughs> you know, they want to sit in the manager chair. They want to take over the manager chair. They want to say, no, I take the, yeah, I want to be the manager. And they sometimes they're going to please you. They're going to, oh, see, I'm so nice to you. I gave you some chocolate. So if you're nice, you know, so you're going to try to please the manager, you know, like here's some, you know. So if you, if you say, oh, thank you for, for the chocolate, but uh, I, I put in my table here for next time. Thank you very much. But you know, you get very, you're always the manager. And then, and, but the manager is highly focused, right? Because mm -hmm. if the manager gets distracted, somebody screams, yeah, we need, uh, we are earning one million a month, but we need two million. And the manager, yeah, yeah, you need two million. You know, so you, you don't have a critical thinking, which is other very important skill also to develop, like your focus, you know, mm -hmm be able to control yourself in situations that you could uh, maybe uh, do nothing and just watch TV or you could just solve all the paper stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So a lot of people, they just uh, fail that. They don't have that, that focus, right? The second thing is also to think uh, critically on, on, on your own thoughts as well. Like, uh, maybe this is not a good idea, you know? And um, yeah. I don't know, man. I've been always like that. <laughs> you know, I've been always thinking also through, uh, through, uh, through all the stuff. Like uh, maybe this is not a, a good idea, stuff. Or yeah, maybe it's a good idea, but I'm afraid. You know, so people don't spend much time thinking about uh, these things. Maybe they're just thinking how the world is unfair, how the neighbor is an asshole, and and. Everything that's bad with me is not because of me, because uh, I was told that I was perfect, but uh, people outside, you know, and that's a problem. Instead of working towards you, what I can improve in myself, it's easier to point the finger to, yeah, to you or to the other one or, yeah, I think it's, it's, a, it's a great idea, like develop the 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 focus and the critical thinking that I, I think it's inside of what you say about listen to your manager to your personal exactly. manager like yeah be able to shift 
And that, that's easy to say because uh, it's like a very a natural way for me, right? It's a very like, uh, but uh, maybe for other people, they are more like different, more logical, or more, but being able to shift like uh, into, into your own mind's uh, perspectives or also into other people, you know? Mm. Like if you can enter, uh, enter through the eyes of, uh, you know, the, um, let's call the, um, the, the child in your mind or the, the pleaser, we talk about this, you know, mm. then you can also enter the eyes of other people when they come and then they, they, want, they talk to you. You are like kind of like, see through their eyes you know like in like kind of you're not it's impossible to be inside people's minds very much impossible you can only reflect inside of you right so if you know yourself a lot then you can understand other people also because when sometimes when they come when they you might guess like you are not you cannot be right right but you might guess what that means you you can think critically and say no, if the guy the guy is trying to sell me, uh, you know, trying to sell me this uh, this box here of bonbons for twenty thousand dollars, know, I don't buy it, you know. So you 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 you're more critical, you know. You get this. No, no, it's not. You know, it it's his uh, imposter acting through him, you know. Mm -hmm. And I know in me, I would not buy it. So you you get this uh, manager always in position, you know. And that's, yeah, that's an um, important thing, man. I think it's a great advice. Now I want to talk a little bit about the yoga, how the yoga appears in your life, the connection with Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, um, I came, uh, I told you about this first experience that I had, this flow experience. It was like, hmm. wow. Then uh, when when was this uh, 2010? Around 2010, I went to fight in uh, London in um, Abu Dhabi trials, <laughs> and there uh, I've been uh, uh, I, I've been hosted by a guy there, like in this uh, couch surfing back then, you know, and he was like, "Yeah, have you ever tried Tai Chi?" I was like. No man, I'm here for jujitsu, and then <laughs> and then he said, "Now, but I'm I'm going for a free tai chi class and stuff." And I was like, yeah, "Free? No, let's do it." And it was good. Like it was a bit like and I was breathing, I was feeling so calm, relaxed, and I was like, "Oh, cool! I will try um, at the university now in Berlin when I came back." And then I came back, and then I uh, could enroll for many courses because they are like uh, university. Some are free, others are very very cheap, like ten euros a semester. So. So I enrolled uh, into yoga and Tai Chi. Tai Chi was cool, but wasn't really, you know, like maybe my connection with the teacher wasn't the best, but yoga was good because I was there and uh, she didn't, she wasn't like telling anything. She was just like, do this, do that, move, move, move. Like not uh, talking about, ah, open your heart chakra and then get enlightened, it's, uh, this kind of bullshit. She was just like, and, that's that's the good teacher because then you will be uh, feeling your own inner experience and experience it to your own. If you're feeling uh, if you're feeling that you connected with uh, Shiva or so, you know, through the chakra opening or whatever, man, it's your stuff. You know, it's not mine. You know, mm. so why bother me with your stuff? You know, this is unnecessary, right? So 
and she was a good teacher and i felt like okay i feel much better physically like and and the mind was like the circulation like the blood around and i was saying develop this kind of awareness of staying in one position like we're talking about the postural yoga right because there are many kinds of yoga this is just the hatha yoga like this one part of yoga you have like kind of eight branches of yoga you know if i enter each one of them and and but um then i felt that was my first contact with yoga was through the physical like the the postural the body yoga like hatha yoga which is very popular in the west today everybody's doing this kind of yoga and then uh well i felt good practicing this i felt like in the beginning was like helping my jujitsu right i was like fighting bad i was being more aware of my position I was reflecting I was breathing better i have a more balance more posture yeah then um, I got like, is that it? Is that what people call yoga, you know? Then I started like researching um, in depth, like uh, what kinds of yoga there are, what kinds of, and then I tried everything, man. I've been to many, many places, many weird people, you know, like, you know. I told you, like, uh, that's, that's very deceiving. Uh, it's a multi-million industry, but a very deceiving. People fake a lot, take your money as they want, you know, mm. and they don't give you, like, just, like, uh, blue pills, you know, so you feel, like, always, um, but, like, a red pill, uh, it's, mm. like, you're going to, yeah, yeah, they give you a lot of blue pills. They, they and, and the old community is like about uh, the chanting part, which is a very good uh, thing. I like chanting mantra stuff, you know. Like uh, there's every all of these things. They, 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 they have a meaning behind it. It's like as a pre, as I, as I told you pre, uh, before. It's like uh, the idea is just to make your mind very, very calm, so you can look on the garbage, and then you you're gonna have to do your your work, you know. Mm -hmm so what and, and and yeah it's like kind of for me um when you call yoga today is this the young guys today they call this biohacking uh thing like uh the fasting uh they call uh meditation they call like many sports stuff um back in the days those guys in india when they didn't have so much technology what they could do is just you know i just gonna look breathe and look see what happens you know all oh, right so i feel better okay so you know um if they were born today they would be like those guys who sell books about um uh, how to um, the the coffee theory you know and mm -hmm. how do i make money making coffee and yeah. and, and putting some uh, things so this is like the yoga guys, you know, the, the yoga guys back then, uh, they were like this biohacking, uh, bulletproof, um, whatever, fasting uh, guys, you know, as self-help, meditation, and like they developed this kind of stuff back then. And they didn't have so much knowledge about the nerve system, you know, so it's like there are some points in the body, you know, we call them chakras, you know, <laughs> that's, that's how they feel around this area, that's how they feel of this area. And they associate with the color, which is like if you go to the infrared, infrared to ultraviolet, you're gonna see uh, they are connected with all the parts of the body. Like those guys are really smart, you know. They are mm -hmm. very like ahead of it, way ahead of their times, you know. Mm -hmm. But um, 
for me, it's more like that's the way they could do the science back then. But uh, for me, yoga got too much into a mainstream, esoteric uh, bullshit, uh, brainwashing bullshit thing. You know, like it lost its meaning, which is like it's still here today when you watch like fields of psychology developing a lot of theories, you know, the, 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 the sports uh, uh, field up talking about anatomy, how to make bad exercise, uh, every kind of sports we have, even the martial arts, you know, ways of finding yourself through what you do, you know, uh, this is yoga. So yoga is the connection you have, but people like call yoga this own bullshit, you know, and I get pissed off with this because, uh, yeah, I mean, the guys were chanting on back then, like two or 3,000 years ago, like, you know, vibrating their heads. <laughs> which is amazing experience feeling like this, uh, you know, or when you chant mantra many, many times, like, you know, but when you sing a song, man, you are, you are also putting your feeling into that song. You know, mm. when you listen to music, you know, this is yoga, man. It's called Bhakti Yoga. You like a city, you see those yoga guys like play, you know, they are doing what the rock bands are doing. You know, it's the same thing, but we, what to Roma, what's the name? Romanticize. Yeah, and say, wow, those uh, old men in the Himalayas and the, in the mountains. Man, if I was living in the mountains too, I would be that way also. Like, you know, mountains are so peaceful, right? Mm. But be a good, be a like a enlightened being uh, living in Berlin, you know, in Kreuzberg, you know, where the, all of these crazy people are. Then I tell you, man, you are really pro, you know? So. <laughs> I love it. I love it what you are saying because yeah, it's true. It's like it's really easy if you are alone, but in the middle of the confusion, it's the test comes in in that moment. It's not. Yeah, my, my my yoga teacher he comes from in the Himalayas too. He's an Indian guy, you know. And then when he comes to Berlin, I visit. Uh, he, he, I I meet him once a year, right? Mm -hmm. And then when he comes to Berlin, he's like perfect, you know. And then he comes, I don't understand why people uh, are throwing uh, bottles on the canal where the, where the swamps are, are swimming, the, the ducks, they are making everything dirty. People on this uh, train uh, station are so antisocial. What is the problem here? You know? So that's what I mean. You know? um, and uh, what for me, yoga today, would, which is more like... Um, what is interesting to me more like is uh, the yoga of the mind, you know, like people also call it the Raja yoga, right? One path of yoga. There are many paths, like Hatha yoga is what people do, like this warrior, which I like, I'm just playing with this, I'm making fun, but I like this kind of, uh, helps the body, right? But um, what I'm more interested in is the Raja path, you know, the, the yoga of the mind, what I call like becoming the manager, you know, and know how to to manage your team without this to fall apart this is uh what the ancient guys call the raja yoga which is like the royal royal path you know become your king you know kind of this is for me the most interesting part and it's it's like it's it's everything connected like you say the way that you find your manager or your intuition as you can call it it's by the raja yoga and Professor, it's the first time that I listen about Raja Yoga. Can you Raja describe Yoga. Uh, for the ones that like 
Yeah, uh, th this is uh, like let's let's try to make like very quick. Uh, you have many paths, right? Uh, when you see like this meditation, right? Mm -hmm. uh, you see like this is a develop as a kriya yoga. You know, uh, it was very uh, very powerful, like very much developed. Like one of the guys who descended from the path and descended like the Hindu guys or the yoga teachers sometimes, not all of them, but I got some like very ideological, like brainwashed ones that said that Siddhartha, Buddha, for example, the historical mm -hmm. figure, right, was a deserter. He, he because he, he, he thought he had his own thoughts and he decided to say, it's not like that, I would follow my own path. And when people do this, you know what happens. Right? But then, uh, people get pissed off and annoyed, but he developed a lot of the meditation techniques we have, uh, we still use today. Uh, for example, he and his disciples, and maybe he started with something, but then they kind of improved, and is still improving at time passes. Like he wasn't uh, set and done as perfect, but he he kind of initiated uh, something, and people went to improving as time passes. And nowadays, things are improving. You know, you cannot stuck like buddha or oh, 2500 years ago man yeah he was a master he was a teacher he but you know edu gracie was also a master teacher but a 50 year old guy doing Benny bolo also mm. would smash him like this you know like exactly. we can, we can, like but things are evolving as time passes right so um yeah and then you have this kind of meditation in yoga um the original like in the past it was called the kriya yoga like kriya is like how do you deal with your inner energies how not to expand the much energy of the environment people get so much stimulated lose all the mind power everything to the environment oh everybody's looking at me oh, i'm ugly so this dissipation of energy you can um use kriya yoga for keeping that energy in your in your system right mental energy i'm not talking about any bullshit mm. energy i'm talking like uh, um so keep your focus and awareness is the kriya uh, yoga right and you have some breath exercises to, to keep your yourself fit your your mind focused then you have tantra right people they misunderstand a lot uh, which which tantra means uh, and i don't want to enter this because then it's like four hours of, of conversation about tantra <laughs> so <laughs> or longer than four hours and then you have uh, many other past hatha which this is what we uh, do mostly on the when you see those girls on instagram that did maybe ballet before they're so flexible and they go into a yoga pose and everybody wow this is a real good yoga you know and no yeah man you're flexible it's really nice to, to watch you but uh, this is not really yoga you know mm. this is uh, fitness you know which is very good very important <laughs> also right so they developed also a system it's not long ago what this kind of yoga that we do today in the studios, this warrior one, warrior two, uh, this is not long ago. It's like, I, I, I'm very bad at dates, but if I would say Hatha Yoga Pradip, Pradipka was uh, published 1500 something, 500 years ago, and then Krishnamacharya was an Indian guy 
and uh, the beginning of the, uh, the 20th century, he developed, he was the one really developed this kind of yoga we have today, like this more like this yoga studio, yoga, uh, flexibility yoga uh, exercise. So people believe that this has like thousands of years. No, this is, this, no, no, no. Like you have some positions, some postures that are very old. That's true, that's true. You have some postures that people are doing like this uh, sitting meditation pose with the legs crossed. It's a very old uh, yoga posture, right? It's like very, very old. But um, all this warrior stuff and this handstand and whatever, bring your feet over your head like this. This was like done at the 20, beginning of 20th century, also to impress the, the, the British, the foreigners, so they mm. could bring them, you know, to get a better work. Like Jiu-Jitsu guys are doing this today, man. We are coming, you are killing everyone. So people are like, oh, come to Europe, you know. Exactly. We are doing the same, you know. But anyway, the, the yoga we know uh, was developed like this. And it was called the Hatha Yoga. And now it's a problem because you see, uh, there's also one, kind of yoga that is called Hatha yoga, but it's not the same. As you have uh, one word, for example, Ashtanga, which is called from a, a book, a very old book, and a very book that I recommend for everybody who wants to understand yoga. Uh, Ashtanga means the eight, uh, eight path, you know, the eight, uh, eight points, you know, from mm -hmm. yoga, the eight, uh, and People use this, uh, uh, the name to call a uh, uh, Hatha style of yoga called Ashtanga, you know, that uh, very commercial stuff. So those things have ma made a mess in yoga today that people don't know what yoga means anymore. They just think, they associate immediately with the physical activity, which is good, which is also part of yoga, 10%, 5% maybe, right? Then you have um, many other paths. You have Tantra, uh, they have um, Kundalini Yoga, which is more esoteric and very difficult. I have a big problem with Kundalini, guys. Wow. Yeah, because, yeah, because they, they um, bring a lot of elements from Tantra also okay. and from Kriya. But they kind of uh, put into words um, what it shouldn't put with words like all this ah uh, if you do like this kind of exercise then your heart chakra will open and if you put the the right green color on your heart then you're gonna feel this if you use that kind of clothes then uh, your mm. upper chakra like they are putting into words uh, what they should be putting words because it's a very subjective experience i like to wear black you know so Mm -hmm. the heck i'm now i have all their chakras closed or what you know mm -hmm. so everybody has their their own ways of interpreting things right mm -hmm. and they make their own version their interpretation one system and this is not what i like and then you have uh, uh, the bhakti yoga I talked about the bhakti yoga which is a very beautiful uh, kind of yoga you have uh like bands for example krishna das it's like a band they the guys they just play music you know they just play Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, you know, actually they feel good. And this, it's a very good way of doing yoga too. You, you have your, your guitar, you play in a loop, mm -hmm. play five words that you like, until you feel so good that you feel like, wow, you know, if, so this is a good way of doing yoga, especially if you like music. Yeah? Um, then you have uh, the Raja Yoga, which is, for me, psychology. 
like today uh, nowadays what's the psychology understand yourself you know you know yourself yeah mm -hmm. and of course of course for 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 raja yoga to be also really uh, a powerful way you, you you or for any other other others but you need elements for others you cannot just say i just do kriya you know mm -hmm. like some people do then you just sit for many hours uh, you know it's and i mean yeah if it works for you it's good but uh it's good to to go in different paths and take elements for different paths and say like um yeah if i sometimes it's just the body sometimes it's just the mind sometimes it's just my awareness my attention sometimes it's you know and that's for me like uh, the the raja yoga is the manager of all the all the yoga branches and say like look i take this i take that and i you know mm -hmm. and always being careful also because uh, i've been contradicting a lot of yoga people um the yoga community and i get so many like um hit back you know mm -hmm. like i'm not a true yoga teacher i don't know anything i'm a young yoga teacher like you're too young like especially the old uh, people you know uh ah be careful when you they have this i love this when you uh when you're digging holes and everywhere you don't find anything you have to stay and dig one deep hole in one place people say which is like follow blindly your guru whatever he, mm -hmm. he tells you if he tells you jump off the bridge in the cold winter in the water you do it without questioning you know i don't agree yeah it's a perfect idea yeah and it's like what you say some people try to monetize their passion but trying to use others people's feeling like yeah some gurus yeah they come with with another purpose like and you were talking about books i'm a big reader professor which book uh you will advise me or if you have one more than one to read which book you will advise me to read and uh, a good book uh that um people say it's difficult to read but i didn't think um and many books they get reference like they uh, go back to this book you know like i've been reading many books and then they always come like kind of talk pretty much like uh, they kind of you see like yeah but this this guy just copy not copy but this guy mm. just you know is the book uh, called flow i have this uh, book here like is i don't know from like this i don't know if you can see it so. yeah perfect yes 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 and talking about the flow state the first time if you want to talk a little bit more about the book the first time it was when you competed yeah. Uh, how it is the feeling to being in flow if you could achieve more times the 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 kind of feeling state yeah um uh, um yeah if you read the, the book has a lot of information about this but uh when you have uh experience that is very gratifying to yourself but at the same time very complex because sitting and watching tv can be very gratified but doesn't build any complexity it's not making you more complex as a being right it's not making you anything better it's just you're just passively uh, absorbing some information it can be very gratified you can be entertained by watching uh, television right but it's not building any new um 
you understand so when you when you have uh, one experience that is gratified at the same time challenging hmm. it can't it can't be just like uh, easy too easy right because if it's too easy then you get extremely like uh, demotivated and bored but it can't be like impossible to achieve as well because then you get um like overly like uh, ex uh like not excited but overly like afraid that you cannot make you cannot achieve and then you give up you know hmm. so it's a flow it's a very delicate state where where your experiences like matches the challenge you are doing right for example uh jujitsu helps me stay in the flow um, many times when i when i am training with a like with a guy on my level you know or you know, like when i'm in a fight Jujideos, when, when i know that it's the same level then i see the leg come i grab i see the arm come boom i'm moving i'm like you know mm -hmm. then i like wow you know this is like you are like in a tunnel and you're just like you're just feeling your complete being like being completely uh, completely being being completely like relaxed and completely connected to everything around you you know and time you you lose the the, the you lose the time when you are in the stage also you like time becomes infinite you know it's very difficult to experience, to experience but time like like for example, when I play, uh, when I'm recording some some uh, stuff that I I have like my my app here, I'm recording. I can have this guitar. And sometimes I I start like let's say weekend, right? I'm a Sunday here at my home. And sometimes I come with my my coffee. I sit and I start recording stuff. Then suddenly everything is is dark outside, and then I should I should go to bed because it's like one in the morning. But then, <laughs> it was you know, yeah, 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 yeah. You lose the idea of time. Yeah, but then that's and but that's the important thing. Afterwards, you feel more fulfilled, more like complete, more complex. Like you feel like you are expanded yourself. Mm -hmm. If if you don't feel like this, then you won't be in the flow. You will be distracted, and this is the the danger. You know you. People confuse, make confusion between those two stages. Mm. Sometimes you just got distracted. You are like you watch television, and then yeah, I have to go to bed. But did you feel more? Did you grow? Wanna, did you grow? Yeah, that's the, yeah. that's a feeling of wow. You know, you fight, you fight, and then whatever you win, you lose. Uh, who cares? You no, know, it's important what you what you achieve in the in that fight in the sense of holiness. Wow. I, I lost, for example, in the Europeans, the second, the second match, the third match I lost this year, right? Mm. For the champion. The guy, he, he just uh, destroyed me, you know. And, but I was at the same time, even the challenge was so hard, so huge. I was at the same time, like, like you know, in, in, that, in that stage where I was, like, struggling for everything, you know, and then I lost, I don't know, 12-0 or so. They just took so many points. But then after that experience, I went, uh, I went home, I, I laid down on my bed, and I was still like in those uh, small pressures of seconds where he was giving me that input. And I was like, like my brain was like interact with that many, many times I spent hours on that. So this is also not exercise of flow. 
after that, I felt much more like, wow, I feel like I, I, I know my jiu-jitsu now. I am better jiu-jitsu. You know, I, 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 so there are many ways you can achieve this. When you bike, for example, you like, yeah, you see how your, your bread is moving with your, you know, you are like passing on oh, this street. I, did I pass right here? Or, you know, you're kind of going around, you know, so you are, but then after that bike, you say like, I found uh, that new path, that new way of doing the same thing. I, that curve, I did with that speed, that gear. So you always, it can be done in many ways. You cannot, you don't need to be an artist or a fighter or, you know, like you can find it in many ways. You have to, you can develop it in, in different ways, but it's, it's, I think it's important to have that, to achieve floor or to me to have that eyes. It's, it's important to be gratifying complex and you have to see also improvement because it's like you said it it's a gratification you can get gratification from seeing a movie or talent vision program but what you will get what yeah. you will improve exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. finding finding ways of building complexity um, while doing activities that are uh, gratifying but not that difficult but not that easy neither but the right match, you know. And if you, if you can find this, many, many things you do, not only jujitsu, not only play guitar, not only when you're reading, for example, uh, then you, you get to that stage. And, 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 and the funny thing is that when you learn how to get to that stage, for example, through jujitsu, then you can transfer this to other things in your life or when you learn through music then you can transfer it to when you're cooking when you so it becomes what those uh, zen guys do also talk a lot you know like mm -hmm. you see those the japanese guys like they're working in the garden you know and they just stay like working in the garden like that guy's doing like which each stone you know like understanding it's like yeah, yeah, yeah tell me professor sorry it's no, like no, that, yeah, sorry. It's like you said it. If you find the equation, you can apply that same that same equation to to being in the state of flow in different parts of your life. But yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. You you can you can easily transfer it to anything. But then that's the that's the thing. You always have to understand which path you are in, and you know why you are doing this because. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm doing this for being rich and famous. I'm doing this to be a better human being, a more complex, because that's, that's being rich, you know? <laughs> being rich is when you look on the outside world, when you look into your inner world, and you identify, you see patterns, understand how they connect better, you know? It's, it's, it's a perfect description of being rich. Like it's, and I want to ask you now about the legacy. What, which is the legacy that you want to leave behind you? I, I don't have anything. Like I, I just want to do my, my work, right? Um, if people come to, to, to my classes and interact, you know, I want to exchange, learn from them. Like show everyone that they can, they can just change what they are. They don't need to, to get close, uh, locked into a life narrative. 
oh, I'm Brazilian, oh, I'm an engineer, oh, I'm this and that. You can do whatever you want anytime in your life. You're also, you're this, I, I am too old for this. So that's the big excuse people do, right? So anytime in your life, you can change and do something completely different. I can start like uh, surfing and I, when I'm 60 or so, 70, right? Why not, you know? People can do whatever they want. Um, and the true freedom is also through your own self-discovery, uh, you know? You, you can't find it outside, you know? You can't, uh, most of the answers are finding really within you, you know? You you might try to, to say, ah, that guy has the answer for my problem. I should uh, go towards him. No, people have advice, which are very good and very valuable. Yeah? But the answer to your problems is like, it's based about you. you know? no, nobody can help you. No? <laughs> Actually, uh, people can just advise and say, ah, I, well, I've been to this once a few months ago and the, the, the terrain was like this. Maybe change today. You know? Never know. So my legacy is more like this. I, I want to keep a good environment, keep on uh, having people that, that come and I can maybe do something for them while they also do something for me because I am absorbing a lot of experience from them also. But keeping that exchange alive. And yeah, I mean, hoping that uh, people become better citizens, better people, parents and better parents to their kids, you know. Also with the kids, I, I want to keep on uh, interacting with the kids, I, teaching them uh, anything in life, you know, that can be useful for, for later on. So we help uh, give you some insights to those kids. Also, they, I don't have any, any bigger, uh, uh, like, megalomanic plans of conquer the world or so i just wanna <laughs> i just wanna uh, be great within my own um uh, my own realm you know not um i don't have this expansionist territory expansionist like primitive chimpanzee i want to conquer the world i want to be have a statue of myself you know 200 years people remember me i I'm writing a handbook, right? So uh, about Jujitsu, the, the main patterns of Jujitsu. I believe this is a good handbook. Maybe it's the first one of other handbooks I might be writing in the future as I get older. I might dedicate more to writing, making some music. But yeah, having a very, very like, yeah, very. I can talk happy. I don't like the word happy. It's a very deceiving word. Not a very meaningful existence, you know, being at the end and saying, yeah, I did a lot of stuff and I had a gratifying experience in my life, you know, like it was a, a flowing life and who knows, you know, when we die, then that's it. We, yeah, that's the legacy. You know? It's a great legacy and just the way that you helping other people to, to improve them, themselves, not just in Jiu-Jitsu, but as a, a person. And I think it's one of the great, great missions that a human being can have it, like helping other one to grow as a person. Like, I think it's, it's, it's a, a great mission. And now can we talk, uh, it will be my next question, new projects and the book, of course. Can you tell me a little bit more about the book? 
Yes, exactly. I'm uh, starting with this book now, like uh, I have some things written already, but basically it will be like the main patterns of, of Jigsaw, the main principles, because techniques, you know, they, they change all the time. And I've been already so many years, I've been since I'm very young, you know, learning how to do this technique that is changing all the time. And But I, what I realized is that you have like, principles right and principles are unagreeable like everyone agree on principles like from yoga for example no harm in principle you know no harming is such an important principle man. you know so principles are things that we should we are agreeing and like we have a common ground no one was harmed the other so it's a no harming principle should be like why government makes constitutions laws they don't need you just need the principle no harming, you know, don't harm, don't destroy property, don't destroy the other person. Right, so things we agree, they are good, right? And just we have also principles, right? We have, uh, no, and, 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 and like posture, for example, if you don't have a posture, you can't fight. If you don't have a good posture, you can't engage in any attack, in anything. So if you break the other person's posture, you can initiate anything. So. These are things, things you, you can go wherever in the world, even black belt, they will always agree the same. If you are not in a good posture, which consists in the balance, you have the movement, right? You can't do nothing, you know? And if you, if, as you are breaking the other, uh, of the opponent's uh, point of gravity balance and the posture, then you can initiate many things, right? So uh, there are many other things like yeah, increasing your degree of freedom and and constraint the degree of freedom of your opponent, placing the strong parts of your of your body, the strongest parts against the weakest parts of your opponent. Those things, right? They're like principles and then concepts. Then concepts, they're more creative, they're more free. Like gut passing, right? Um, what makes jiu-jitsu like it is today like the way you train is because we create this more like this conceptual uh, strategic positional uh, uh, system where you have like mount and you have back mount like very stable and and, and 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 but this is there are concepts you know concepts of control you understand and they are very good in my opinion like they're almost principles because um, almost everyone's agree that mountain back mount are good positions for example but anyway they are not principles they are just concepts you know and they can change maybe in 200 years jiu-jitsu say like people are doing back mount the best position jiu-jitsu is being under the mount no, this, i'm just kidding this won't happen but uh, what i mean is that this thing they also like change but as longer circles you know technique has a very small circles those concepts has longer circles. Yeah, concept of uh, De La Riva God, right? It's a concept. The concepts, they change also, but uh, they're more individual too. So, and, and, and the handbook, I will also express my concepts. How do I approach uh, a few things, a few grips, and, and why based on principles? And you always recall the principles, because if you cannot justify your concepts based on principles, your concepts might be flawed. Mm. And maybe you know, uh, to what's the name the, the top of the cake, like some techniques. But uh, you know, techniques are just example, like a more tactic. Technique and tactic is the same. You have always like principles. You have the concepts, and then based on those, you create a, a strategy, which is an overall thing. Like ah, I will take the back when I go, and then 
your tactic will describe how you perform the strategy. So what people thought, will people say, uh, technique, technique, they want to learn the top layer, you know, but then the bottom, which is more important, they are actually not uh, solid, you know. So what happens, they always keep forgetting, you know, and the students say, show me a new technique, how a move, can you show me a move, professor? Yeah, of course, I show, like, you spin 180 degrees like this and you take the back, people, wow. But then uh, they repeat, but then when they go home after two months, they don't remember, you know. So, um, yeah, because those underlayers are not so solid. So, in the handbook, I want to work more into those uh, movement, uh, core, like movement, leverage, balance, and posture, and then concepts, and a few techniques here. And, and I think it's like the way, and I love that in your classes, it's like that you give the concepts to the student, and you can tell me if I'm mistaken, but after you let the individual person have his opinion about the technique you don't you are not a, clo uh, a close-minded it's it's my way or, or or the highway yeah yeah there's always like uh, different uh, approaches different coaches right and i don't know criticize because some people they want to more centralize more control they say mm -hmm. do this way never do that you know but you know how many times as a student I was listening to a go to seminar for a world champion they say never do that and then six months ago i go to another seminar and the other champion say never do that but wait a second they contradict you know why they're contradicting why that's the first thing you have to ask why this contradiction mm -hmm. you know it's not because he's wrong he's right and that's what we believe it is like you believe like no because he's seeing one thing in his in within his framework that the other guy is seeing completely different within his framework but both when they perform the action they avoid this and they do the other thing but both achieve something that they actually were aiming at mm -hmm. it's not because both are wrong you know so if it is a concept, not a conceptual flaw, but if it's a principle, only principle, if the guy has a neck broken, like no portion, you say, now you do like this. And then you might say, oops, based on the principle of your posture, you are flawed, you're wrong. Then it's something you can argue. But you know, when the people show a technique or show a variation of a grip, or, this is, a, and that's what I think is very beautiful because, uh, you know, everyone has the, the the, the, um, the freedom to explore, you know, and they can explore, they can, can go and then see uh, how it changes. And, and then I learn also, so like, wow, um, how do you do that? You know? So if I see that it's completely out of the context, completely out of uh, any principle, if the person has a bad base, like, like, see, I could break your posture that easily like this, be careful, it's a house of cards you build. So I stop and I correct, you know, but I don't uh, constrain you to say, no, that's the only way you can execute that movement because this is for me like um, ex time experience, like more than, I don't know, I'm the 90s doing judo, judo and uh, beginning 2006, right? So time has shown me that those things, they change very much and each the generation is bringing something. Like I tell you my example, concept of carpes, when I started, like, you pass with your knees, you make a cut butt base, and then you start passing. Then Butterfly came with Marcelo Garcia, Tereri, and this, that, and a lot of guys. And then what happened? Stand up, stand up. Don't stay with your knees on the ground. Then 
when I was like around purple belt, everybody was standing up because you know if you put your knees to the ground, butterfly will come. Mm. Then you stand up. Now everybody's doing no. Then 2010 stuff. Everybody's doing very ball. And now what the guys are telling, knees on the ground, you know. And then what happens? Other vagines can so all the guys are coming with the butterfly again. And people say, never put the knees on the ground. Stand, you know? So you have to understand what's going on based on those layers on the bottom so you can understand and develop your tactics or let's say even your strategy like more like knees on the ground or knees is like more strategy mm. tactic is like how to pass the guard use the knee cut pass you use this it's like tactics are like tools in order to achieve your you used to not achieve your strategy right yeah it's a perfect idea and now when can we expect the the release of the book Oh man, I used to be very slow. Okay. I used to work very slow. So um, let's see if everything works fine. If uh, because I need help, also the people are, are helping me with this. Uh, they're writing some parts. Also, I say we record. Let's hope that in winter, like um, end of the year. So that's my that's my 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 deadline. Right? But I'm. Like I say, Elon Musk also never completes the deadline. You know, I've not completed the deadline. I'm very, very bad at the deadline, man. Which is, yeah, but uh, let's see. But that's a project I'm working it, And also I have this thing. I want to be sure that the message there is, is good. You know, like that I know that it's, it can last for at least 10 years, you know, because, you know, you, you buy a book with ideas and then suddenly science or whatever just destroys your like you look at ah, this book is outdated i don't want it you know i don't want people to take my book 10 years from now and say it's pretty much outdated you know mm. i have so many bjj books also you know from the beginning to thousand thousand you look at them outdated you know so that's why the danger when you put techniques in the book you know because you look at uh, yeah but i think that the idea behind the book it's it, it's 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 great because it's it's like the concepts, the the principles will stay after the techniques. Using that principles and that concepts, you can apply and change and evolve. You know, like develop them. I think it's 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 a great idea. Do you want? I don't know if you have any other projects that you want to share with us. Anything? Yeah, at the moment. In the moment, my biggest uh, my biggest uh, goal is just to to go every day and improve you guys much as I can. I don't think I don't have huge projects in my mind. I just yeah. maybe I, I am trying to make a a, a a metal band. So if you guys somebody knows a drama, I believe this is a kind of a side project, you know, like. Uh, have have a band you know, when this corona uh, stuff is gone then we maybe we can make some small concerts and stuff yeah i'm going to the concert yeah <laughs> i want okay. to i know that the professor you are not a big fan of social media and everything but if the people want to talk with you where they can find you yeah, uh, I'm not like a regular poster. Um, mm. I've, I was doing this before because a very good friend of mine who has, I don't know, he has so many 40,000, 50,000, 60,000 followers, a very a famous guy, you know, uh, 
in his field. Uh, also from sports stuff, and he he was like pushing me, it's like I have to do every day, you know. But I burn. I was like, I know it's too much, man. Sitting with my phone all the time, you know. I like I just take my focus because then some other guys posting, and then my friends, like people from me, they expect me to to go like, and I say, I don't give a shit to go to your picture if you are eating a a noodle or if you're eating chicken with your girlfriend, I don't fucking care, you know, so leave me alone, you know. <laughs> but, uh, and then they're like, ah, you didn't like my post and stuff like, ah, fuck, seriously, I, I, don't, I don't care. <laughs> I don't even watch. And sometimes, um, since my social media, I have, I follow not many people there, you know. Mm. And then sometimes when I post something, when I know, okay, uh, I have to, okay, I would like just the five pictures that come like this for my friends and then I, close the game that's because for me it's like taking a lot of my attention you know like like i don't know like i i i use a lot of youtube for example because i can have one hour video of some idea course that i can watch through and like a platform like it although it's like it's a lot of censorship going on and stuff but anyway you can find uh, content that you can just get one hour half an hour sit and watch and then take notes and learn and stuff but instagram is too fast you know Instagram like one picture and anyone so uh another one another one another one and suddenly uh, i go with this huge boobs okay my my wife's like oh, i don't know man i have no idea <laughs> so but uh, but you guys uh, can find uh, i can i answer the direct message people write in direct message and they ask stuff in direct message and then whatever ah what do you think about this uh, would you have my advice so my breathing is uh, sucks doing jigs what can i do these things i can write i can uh, you know when i see that i have i get a like in the icon you know the the hand the, the phone like when i get like a message you know and then mm -hmm. i click and i open it yeah. but if not then i don't open it and i don't like posting much but if you go red fox pgj you can find mm -hmm. I will put in the description of the video. I will yeah. put also the website of the the dojo. Also, if somebody wants to try a class and it's in Berlin, it's for me the best academy. Professor, to end, do you have it's true? Do you have any last thoughts or advice that you want to share with me or with the viewers slash yeah. listeners, please? Yeah, uh, think of, think for yourself. Never uh, allow anybody come to you and say like. You should do this because it's the best thing. You should always ask why. Why he's thinking about this? Is it really good for me? Like, learn the art of critical thinking and communication, right? Improve your attention span. Uh, don't just get like uh, two seconds and then go for next instant gratification thing. These things are destroying, uh, especially the young generations, right? Um, so learn how to focus more, learn how to communicate within yourself, learn how to communicate with other people and your life will, quality will improve very much. Yeah. Big, 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 big advice, Professor. Thank you so much one more time. Big lesson, guys. Don't forget to subscribe, comment, and follow us on YouTube, Spotify, Twitter, Instagram, everything. Okay, thank you, Professor. Okay. Thank, thank you. Again. Valeu, valeu.